everybody and this is brown skin conversations with natasha soul and i have the ceo of sarcarrigans in the building with me again what it do hey what's going on everybody this is pablo the pod boss pods gift um so i guess for this uh, portion of it i'll be uh just george <laughs> um you know ceo of sarcarrigans and also ceo of the jester's lighthouse mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. I'd like to thank you for having me on here. No problem. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and also CEO of It's Baby Butter. Hey, since we doing CEOs and ish, <sighs> I am the CEO of Natasha. So my brand, me, who I be, LLC. And I am also the CEO of Soul Bay Co., a loungewear brand. Talk it. That's not just loungewear, you know, but... It's going to be comfortable, you know, apparel and comfortable apparel and jewelry because I know comfy. I know comfy. I know what I like to wear. So hopefully, oh, and this is kind of like an introverted, introvert type of brand apparel thing mm -hmm. type of thing going on. But anyway, we going to cut to the chase. This episode... It's about to get deep. It's going to be about... Usually, I don't do that. I don't know. But anyway, this episode <laughs> is going to be about mental health in the black community, in the brown community. See, when I when I ask for a <laughs> list of topics, this is the reason why. <laughs> I got... I got, I got uh, no, you got to go off the dome with it because you talk about this, this all the time. Yes, mental health is very, very important yes. to me, um, to my, well, now to my family, mm -hmm. um, to my circle of friends, yes, definitely. Very. Shout out to you, shout mm -hmm. out to Shay, shout out to Megan, shout out to Poochie, you know. Yeah. You know, shout out to Triz, you know. We all deal yeah, with the things. The whole group deals with it. <laughs> we all like-minded in that case. Right. That Mental health is very, very important. But it seems to, not everybody is like your family that's starting to understand that mental health is very important and I think that that's something that needs to change like you know sometimes I love my mom to death and I try not to throw her under the bus but sometimes like she really don't understand and like sometimes she'll come up and say oh I'm depressed and I'm just like well I understand when you're depressed but when I say I deal with depression you know because I'm I'm not depressed I'm not labeling that on me that is something that i deal with in order for me to you know separate myself from that i can be whoever i want to be and i decide not to put label myself as being that because then that's when you're just stuck in it mm -hmm. and you don't really start to work on it as much as you're supposed to shout out to my therapist that taught me that before i stopped going <laughs> but you know, a lot of the times our parents, older generations, they don't really understand, like, growing up having people say, what are you sad about? You don't have nothing to be sad about. You ain't paying no bills. I'm paying bills now. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> Being an adult sucks. That's, that's what depression was climbing in to warn me about mm -hmm. before it was even here. It was starting to, you know, stir up the pot and being like, you know, this is about to get worse. Mixing the, <laughs> mixing the rule. Literally, like, so, 
I think that in the black community, do you think that that's something that we need to work on? How do you, how do we work on that? Especially as a black man, like we don't have y'all talk about it as much as y'all should. Like I know me from my point of view, I want you to talk about it as much as possible because how am I supposed to be like everybody wants to be each other's allies how am I supposed to be your ally if I'm not allowing you to talk about your deepest darkest points of life or trying to understand what you're trying to go through like but at the same time like we need to do that for each other so what do you think we need to do in order to help okay uh Wow, that was a hell of an intro. You should could do this on your own. You ain't need me on this one. You know, I was gonna do it. I am gonna do an episode on my own. You should. But you should. You're good at it. Um, <laughs> but you know, I can go on ramps. Natasha, like, so <laughs> hey, yo, I'm not stealing Uncle Poochie's stuff. But nah, first and foremost, come to the uh, Jester Lighthouse page. Um, mm-hmm. It's a safe space. We speak our mind. We, yes. we do everything there, man. We we, we do coping uh, exercises, mental check ins, all that good stuff, man. Matter of fact, I, I'm due for you one today. Um, but yeah, so mental health. See, when I first started it, I thought it was just for me, you know. What you mean? Um, I thought, you know, I'm just doing this, you know, I'm gonna get myself better. Mm-hmm. If I get myself better, then everything else will work out. And then, oh, how the tables turned. Yeah, and then I found <laughs> out that everybody goes through this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the only one in there. I'm not in the dark right. by myself. There's a lot of people in the dark with me. And that's why I started the Jester Lighthouse, because the lighthouse keeps the light on so mm-hmm. ships who are lost at sea can Have find their way home. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like I am. Shout out to the light keepers. What up, Woot, though? Know what I mean? Shout out to the light keepers. Um, we we are here to help people and helping ourselves at the same time. Um, but as far as the black community, I, I'm I'm even gonna take it a step further. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be just ethnic people. Period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not even it's not even just a black thing anymore because no. we already know why black people suffer anxiety. It's, yes. it's this natural fact trauma trauma from Slavery, the past, and it trickles and it. down. And if, and if you don't agree with me, so be it. That's I'm not gonna issue. argue with you. I was about to say that shit. You know I mean, like slavery, racism, segregation, all that happened. So you can imagine from 1600 to now, well, 1600 to 1968, it was nothing but hardship. Mm-hmm. So how can you expect anybody to live after 1968 and not deal with it in any type of way, rather, regardless if you're on the side, that's the oppressor Mm -hmm. or the oppressed, like you still deal with it. Like, I know a lot of people are just like, well, you weren't born a slave or you weren't in that. But Mm -hmm. I still feel like people are holding something against me because I am different from them. That's just that's a person. So you take a regular person Mm -hmm. who was robbed. Yep. And beat up. Mm-hmm. Bad. Right? I'm traumatized for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, you go down the street, a door slams. You're jumping. You know what I mean? I do that now, and uh, I ain't never been wrong. Exactly. A loud jump. noise, <laughs> jumping. Somebody who looks menacing coming towards you, you're moving across the street. I keep that thing on me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, 
we know why black people have anxiety, depression, high blood pressure. We know where all that comes from. Yes. You know, but now you have to look at it as Asians. Because even recently with the... Yes, yeah, stop Asian hate. You know what I mean? You know, rest in peace to those who lost their lives. Um, those Asians, they, there's still hate. There's still pain that causes anxiety and depression. Because all anxiety is, is your spidey sense in overdrive. You're overthinking. Mm-hmm. You know? And depression is your body giving up on what you're thinking. Right. So, if you overthink something, you're shaky. Your mm-hmm. heart starts beating. You know what I mean? And that's where the anxiety comes from. Exactly. And like, you know, it's not that I don't want to... It's not that I don't want to follow the law and feel as though I can call the people that are supposed to be put into place Mm -hmm. to help me out. But it's the fact that there, I mean, so I did watch this Kevin Hart video where he's talking about, you know, there can be 50, there can be 50 black college graduates outside. And we're like, wow, okay. But there could be somebody that just got shot outside five minutes after hearing that and all you think about is the person that got shot you're not even thinking about these 50 kids that got that graduated Mm -hmm. so we usually we usually think about the bad more than the good and that's where that whole respecting the police and trying to be a safe citizen out here comes from because it's like i might as well stay my ass in house if i'm really honest with you i ain't never been robbed inside of the house i'm not trying to jinx it or nothing but you know anybody coming up in here we keep that thing on (laughs) and also you have to understand that some people but it happens too much the anxiety and the depression may be minuscule right but it's habitual so yeah if you stay in the house two days out of the week Mm mm-hmm you get used to being in the house. You get used to being by yourself. So then you stay in the house three days out of the week, mm-hmm. four days out of the week, five days out of the week. Now and you're that, a hermit. Right. And then you end up, oh, snap, six months later. I got to go outside and I got to deal with the world. And you never and dealt with people with, in six months. I don't know what these people thinking. Because you got to understand, like, say you miss Twitter for two months. It's a lot. You jump on Twitter. Things change every ten, five, ten minutes. Right. So the slang is totally different. The 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 topics is totally. You like what just happened? I don't know what the heck some of these acronyms are. Exactly. So just imagine you sit in the house. You sit in the house for a month. Then you come outside. You anxious as hell because you don't know what's going on. And if you're somebody like me that doesn't even tend to watch the news anymore because it gets my mm-hmm. depression and anxiety all hyped up. Mm-hmm. You know, you really don't know what's going exactly, on. Exactly. Exactly. And then also on the opposite end, people who do go outside, mm-hmm. they have to be hard mm-hmm. because of how the world is. Yeah. So they can't cry. They can't yell. They can't unleash what's inside of them. So then we have this whole we have this whole thing where it's like, oh, those people don't have emotions or those exactly. people, you know, they're tough. They mm-hmm. can deal with all these things, which is not the case. It's the fact that I have to act like this in order to survive. And that's not that's right. not fair. Right. So if you <laughs> shake up a soda bottle up. Right. Right. You sit it down. 
you leave, you come back, that sh- is still it's hard. Still mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just waiting to explode. Right. And when it explodes, it's everywhere. Right. And that's when you hold it in. That's why you have to let it out. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a little bit, even if you just sit at home and just right. take a cry. Write it out, cry right. it out, dance it out. If you write and cry, I promise you that is the most mm-hmm. relieving feeling in the entire world. I used to do it all the time in high school. That's when, that's when my mental health really started to, to deteriorate. It already did it, like, in middle school when, like, certain things were changing that I had no control over because I was a child. But, like, as time started to go on and I had to deal with more and more and more, it was just like, when am I going to get out of this yeah. Situation. When am I going to get out of this ordeal? And with my older sister being a writer and writing poetry in high school, I kind of like tagged on to that and was like, let me try this out. Let me see what's so good about writing poetry. And I started and it definitely helped me get a lot of my thoughts out and everything. Sometimes even looking back at those old poems, like I will like shed a tear because I was like, wow, I was really like, I was really hard on myself or I was really dealing with a lot when there was nothing wrong with me like I still deal with low self-esteem to this day and you know if I would have been if I would have had a better mindset about myself I'd probably be a little bit better off (laughs) but like self-esteem wise you know that's garbage i'm working on it and like like you started to post on your page as of lately shadow work that's definitely been something that i've gotten into because of the path that i've chosen to take as an individual shadow work is definitely something that is big in my life right now i have to take some time to sit down and actually look at who i am why I do what I do and in all honesty sometimes shadow work pops up when you see different things on social media just like with just like with the trauma responses like you'll see something real quick and you'll be like wait a minute like you'll kind of like not totally blank out but like you'll just pause for a minute Mm -hmm. and you don't know why but yeah I saw something yesterday about like ADHD and certain like what do they call it RSD it was something that has to do like with rejection mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like wow there's a name for this it's a name for everything literally and like that definitely helps me to identify what I deal with better I mean I know a lot of people are like when you put names on things it puts you in a box sometimes I need to be in that box in order to break it down mm-hmm. I need to know the scope of the box. And when you put a name on it, it makes it real. Yes. You know? Sometimes not having a name for something is just like, yeah, like what you, is this? Yeah, like How do ever, I explain this to other people? Right. Like, you go to somebody and you're like, what's wrong with you? Well, uh, I, I don't know. Then they, right. they, they dismiss it because you're like, oh, you didn't well, make something you up. you don't know. Exactly. Right. And that's, so if you don't know, I don't know. And that's something that a lot of people have to deal with. They don't feel like, they don't feel like what they deal with is real. I've had to deal with that too with me thinking, oh, I'm just I'm just saying that I deal with depression because I want attention and it's just like but I don't tell anybody. I 
the only time I truly tell somebody that I deal with depression is when I'm in that state of when I'm actually happy I'm just like yeah I deal with depression sometimes such and such and such and such but when I'm sad I don't go to anybody I'm not seeking attention when I'm actually in those low points Mm -hmm. but when I do talk about depression in my higher points is to help other people right so and and that's why I started this all I started for that exact reason because you know growing up in the 80s in the 90s you know we could not express our feelings Mm-mm. the way it is now like if i had that back then i'd probably be a totally different person <laughs> like we, we all yeah like i couldn't express myself whatsoever like, right and it's 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 crazy because i look at it as you know men and women we go through it the same exact way we just we're just on a different path of it all so like Women, there's no man in the house. We we, we know why, you know, incarceration, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And we know why there was incarceration, yes. split up the home, and all that good stuff. Right. So there's no man in the house, right? right? So you have to be hard for the kids. Got to be hard. You know what I mean, I'm the mom. I'm I'm the head of the house. I'm the dad too. Exactly, right? So men have to be hard as well, mm-hmm. because we can't be seen as weak, right? So we both have to be hard, but we're never together. Mm-hmm. So there's no one to express our that soft softness. side. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like, and that's what, and that's where a lot of depression comes from. Not being able to be vulnerable with somebody. Exactly. Else. If you keep it inside too long, then you go crazy. Definitely. Yep. So what? Other than seeing that other people responded to. Well, let's go before that. Mm -hmm. You said that you started to use, you know, social media for your mental health. What made you come to social media in the to begin with? What was going on? Like, what happened? I like Santa. (laughs) Shut up. Um. So at first, it was just uh, this me posting, and Mm then you know, and I, I don't suffer from depression. Right. I battle depression every single day. And uh, it was just one of those days. It was just one of those down days. I was laying in my bed, and I was looking at my foot, because I was born with a club foot, and it was bothering me. So mm-hmm. I just took a picture of my foot and said, hey, my name is George. I have a club foot. And I got so much love from just showing my club foot. Mm-hmm. The people was like, oh, my God, I didn't know that, you know, I ain't never met nobody with club foot and all that good stuff. I ain't never met nobody. Right, you know? So. (laughs) I'm stupid. Then, you know, I was like, you know what? So I just started posting more and more. And then I started speaking about depression. Mm -hmm. And when I started speaking about depression, it was, oh my goodness. We had no clue. Right. Because you post so much funny stuff. You make us laugh every single day. Mm-hmm. You ne- you never gave us an inkling that you go through anything like that that even looks like depression. So I'm like, oh, you'd be surprised that some of your famous comedians go through depression. Mm. The comedy comes from the dark side, right? Right. We, Helping we others. Yeah, we don't laugh because everything's good. You know right. what I mean? We laugh because things are bad. And we don't want other people dealing with that. Exactly. And growing up in the 90s, 
it was a, a, a deflection. So if you're going through something, you don't want nobody else to know you're going through something. Right. So you just start making jokes. It's almost like the you know the fat kid in school to keep people from laughing at him. He makes people laugh with him. Mm-hmm. And so I just started posting about it, and then I started getting a following off just off of depression, anxiety, all that good stuff. You know, I'll do check-ins, like make sure everybody's all right. I'll do, uh, you know, just random posts, like, hey, I'm good, you know? Take mm-hmm. a day off. It's fine. Right. And then one day I woke up, I think it's almost three years now, I was woke up like, I should just make a page where it's safe. Yeah. Because it got to the point where some people was like, we don't want to see this sad shit. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn. Which is messed up. Like, right. And, who that's, are you and I'm to like, tell me you're the post. problem. Yeah. Like, some people are sad. But then I used to get DMs from people like, yo, I didn't know what it was. I'm sad. But looking at your page made me realize I deal with I deal with depression too. or anxiety. And I'm like, and that's exactly why I did it. Because some people don't know what it is. Right. Like we spoke about before, put a name on it, make it real. Mm-hmm. You know? Don't run from it. Embrace it. Right. Look at the shadow. The shadow is not a monster. Mm-mm. You are the shadow. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Quotable sparks. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, so I made the Justice Lighthouse page. And then I I, I only have a lot of followers over there. I probably got like maybe 1,200 followers over there. But those are his true followers. Exactly. Like those are the people that's with him through the down and outs. Those are the people that... It was there when my father passed. Right. You know what I mean? It was, it was there when my aunt hard. passed. It was there when my cousins passed. Those are not the ones that told him, we don't want to hear this sad stuff. Those right. are the ones that were just like, Dag, I actually deal with this. Thank you. Exactly. Because it, it was to the point where I would just push through it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's not... And that's never good. So, to track back a little bit, in 2013, mm-hmm. I attempted suicide. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I'm here today is because my mom. I tell this story all the time. Yes. It's because my mom, <laughs> who never visits, right. and you can attest to that. Yeah, she don't. Never do. visits. Like, she drove past last she drove, weekend. She drove past, honked the horn, and it was weird that she did that. <laughs> Like she, I was just in the neighborhood. When are you ever over here? Right. You live up the street, but exactly. what? <laughs> she came by to visit me because it was my birthday, and that's why I'm here today. So I'm 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 living I'm living eight years of a life that I shouldn't have been living right now. So I'm trying to make the most of it at all times, and I'm spreading the word. I'm shining a light to let everybody know you're not in the dark by yourself. Mm-mm. I do the out of darkness walks. I do. I'm a part of organizations, and I'm starting my own organization because they need to see people with a familiar face. Right. You know, like you can see, you can have a celebrity say, "Oh, I'm depressed." They're okay. like, "What you depressed for? You're a millionaire." Even though, like, it's not fair. That's definitely something to be depressed right. about. It's money, not fair. It's but, like money does not buy you happiness, exactly. even though it Sh- does cheer me up a little bit. Shout out to Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, you like, know what I mean? like it's not fair. And that I, a celebrity can't be depressed. And but, it was so crazy when he passed away because I that's when I was living with my dad and my stepmom. And my stepmom was like, wow, like, who would have thought? And I was just like, usually the saddest people are the ones that try to cheer up everybody. You see how comical he was in all of his movies and mm-hmm. how he really brung that out and really made people think 
and made people smile and everything and those are usually the people that's the saddest in their life and she looked at me like mm-hmm. if i feel like she looked at me like something clicked like mm-hmm. yes yeah. something you want to say and, and i'm just like yeah and if you watch <laughs> his darker movies mm-hmm. he's so at home being that dark right like it's creepy how easily he flipped the switch on because sometimes that's that shadow side when you you allow your shadow side to Mm -hmm. come out it's just like oh exactly and just like um the fisherman Mm -hmm. mac miller yes i told you that's why i can never watch that tiny desk yeah he's because in mm -hmm. that tiny desk if you know what you're looking for Mm -hmm. you see it he is completely depressed yeah there's signs there's always signs like you're like oh you look tired Mm-hmm. That's a sign. If they look tired all the time, that's a sign. Yeah. Like, we're all workaholics. That's just how the world is today. But we if sucks. that person looks exhausted right. every single day, you need to check on them. Literally. You know what I mean? And, like, with being, like, in that, doing that shadow work, what, um, so, I know it's, like, we talk about breaking generational curses because Ooh. you know <laughs> we need to break generational curses when I have a child mm-hmm. I want my child to be as open as possible and I'm sure a lot of people want their children to be open with them but like sometimes some parents be lying <laughs> like some yeah. parents are just like yeah you can talk to me about whatever but don't know how to handle mm-hmm. you know your child coming up to you and saying I I'm sad a lot. Exactly. A lot more than usual. Or, you know, I think about, you know, committing suicide or something like that. And it's just like, how do you how do you deal with that? So you grew up in a time where it was almost okay to talk about it. Almost, but right. not but not there yet. <laughs> we, we were, the older generation was still getting used to the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm sad. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, go outside, well, play. Right, and it's yeah. just like, okay, like, I guess I could get that out, but that's still not helping. Right. I grew up in a time where it wasn't okay to talk about it. It was like, shut that shit up. So, Soak them tears up. Right, so it took me a minute to even understand... What you were dealing with. Exactly. So, now that I understand, now that I see people like uh, Jaden Smith you know mm-hmm. what I mean little Uzi Demetrius you know Big Meech that's what I call him Demetrius <laughs> what up though um, not, not the real Big Demetrius Meech. Harmon yeah Demetrius Harmon not the real Big Meech but shout out to Big Meech Meech too. on Mars shout out to Big Meech too if you listening um, <laughs> call me Big Meech right you know like it's they're they are the, the they're in the forefront mm-hmm. of talking about depression so and that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing because celebrities didn't talk about it, Mm-mm. you know. So for them to do it, it's amazing. So and if like I have said, a child, I want him to be a sensitive thug. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like I want him, I, I want him or her to be. Like I'm gonna get these tears out. Right, but when I dumb crying, we gonna handle this. You know what I mean, I'm gonna need you not to be here because something <laughs> about to happen. That's what I need, you know. Yeah. So. Give me a punching bag, you know dad, because I, mean? like, I need to get these feelings out. Like, okay. And, you know, even when I speak to you, you know, 
I'm from that era where we don't speak a lot. Mm-hmm. But you express yourself. And I got to sit there like... And it makes me upset because I want you to express yourself right. as well. But I'm like, she's, she's just expressing herself. Let her talk. It's fine. Because like you said, I am from that era where they started to where they started to open up. But as you can see, mm-hmm. it's taken a lot for me to get to this point of where I feel comfortable enough to actually talk to you about mm-hmm. how I feel. Even in the DMs with the rest of the company, I'm still... I'm the older person in the in this entire company. So they got a dad out here. Right. <laughs> so I'm, when y'all speak y'all mind, it's almost like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me do this. Nope. Right. But y'all from a generation of, you. we got this too. Exactly. We are the self- You don't have to do the, this. Right. We're, I'm from the hardworking generation. Y'all from this self-motivating generation. Right. You don't have to do this by yourself. Is right. there somebody that's willing shout to help to the, you? Shout out to the gang, though. <laughs> I'm not mad at y'all. Just shout out to the gang. I don't want y'all to know that. Like, you don't have to do this on your own. Like, okay, if I'm here to motivate you and I see that it's not helping, I'm going to back off because you're taking a lot of my energy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if it is helping you and we can come to a conclusion and we can all be happy here, that's that's the type of person I am. You know, that Libra scale got to be balanced. We not about to be like this person over here is like, I don't know. And this person, no, we all need to come to terms. What is we doing here? <laughs> and that's how I feel about See, that's what mental happens health. You start a, a company with a bunch of millennials. Okay. And this and that's how I feel about, especially with the relationship that we have. Like, yeah, I've grown. Mm-hmm. You've grown. You went to therapy? Yes. Okay. I can see a big change in <laughs> I can see a big change of you since you've I been to therapy. You did it, which took a lot because he was just like, I ain't going to therapist. And he got the best therapist out there. I want to go to her, and you know that's a conflict of interest. <laughs> I'll be done with her soon. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> yeah, I keep going. Keep learning about yourself. But, no, like, you've grown, but there's still growing that we have to do in our relationship with the communicating like sometimes I feel like am I saying this too harsh am yes. I I'm a, yes yes you are and then sometimes I turn as, around as, and as I'm just as like I am, as, am I even saying enough right so as, as tough as I am I'm super sensitive on the inside yeah I know like the, the inner child runs Doesn't the like inside that. That, he, that nigga's like who is this nigga talking to us like this we need to go cry and that's and that's something that we need to deal with because when I'm too rough and tough because, you know, even though I say, like, mental health for men needs to be talked about more, sometimes I can't really see you feeling sensitive and I need you to explain that to me, like, hey, like, chill out. Like, if I'm, if you, I feel like, like, you could literally be like, I feel like you're attacking me and you know how I respond. I'll be like, okay, I need to back off then. Because I, as as I see you as a man, I feel like, oh, he can take all these words. I can. But who is that really helping on deep down on the inside? Like, I'm not trying to coddle you, but I'm trying to express y'all myself. Y'all over here. Go ahead, <laughs> I'm not trying to coddle you, but I'm trying to express myself in a way that benefits the both of us. If I'm coming on too hard, that might only benefit me because I've held it in too long and now I'm upset. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you tell me, all right, we got to then that helps to both of us because I'm like, all right, the next time I express myself, 
I know not to go that hard and I no. know to express myself a little bit sooner because when I wait, See, it's intense. It so you can do it, but do it sooner. Don't don't prolong it. But you know, as a Libra, I hold things in. Right. And I'm working. And also, <laughs> I need to hear it. Right. So don't don't hold nothing back. That's why I tell all y'all in the group, don't hold anything back. If that's how you feel, let it be known. Right. You know, I'll be okay. But I also need you to express yourself too. That's and what I'm working, working on. on. Right. That's what I'm working on. You're working so on expressing watch, yourself back. If I watch like a silly 80s movie after mm-hmm. we had a conversation, yeah, that's I know. probably that's what you. it is. Yeah. That's problem. I'm probably trying to bring myself mm-hmm. out of where I'm at. Definitely. So, I've movies. I've realized whenever he starts watching movies or just takes the remote and start like searching, I'd be like, oh, Lord, let me let me go ahead somewhere. So, but yeah, mental health <laughs> is definitely a thing, man. Please speak about your mental health. Um, we only can help ourselves, man. At this point in time, um, but we also have to help each other. They have, I mean, pro- they have programs, but the programs really not. Not for designed us. for us. Uh, since They're we trying to. Since we're on the brown skin conversation, we're going we're gonna to talk about it a little bit. They've tried to, they've had some stuff where it's just like, well, you know me. Suicide. I'm, I'm here for, I'm here for the drugs. Yes. <laughs> and the psychedelics. Wow, okay. Okay, yes. Okay. I'm here for Druggy. whatever helps people mentally. Mm-hmm. So with the psychedelic you know, um, studies that they've been doing with mushrooms and psilocybin. They've been, they've been, um, psilocybin. Well, I just said it. So, (laughs) but anyway, they've been doing studies about like how that helps people with their trauma therapy. Mm -hmm. And like they had black people, you know, and like guinea pigs, I'd be a guinea pig in that type of sense, because if this is going to help me in the long run, because you know, psychedelics are actually, they're plants. So there has to be some type of benefit. We just need to lower the dosage so and ivy. not go, okay, it's good for something. I'm sure it's good for something. People just not trying to take the time to figure it out. See? The money goes elsewhere. So in the pharmaceutical field, if we just fix the issue, you can't keep making money. We have to get something that suppresses the issue until it comes back later. And then you got to keep buying this. And that's why the, the the profit is not in the cure. It's not. Yeah. So never been in the cure. Right. So don't expect that. The last thing they actually cured was polio. Mm. So you imagine that like that's what 1920 something I was about to say I'm never <laughs> dealt with that I mean, like, that's why you watched on the, the mm. Baby. they took a polio shot mm-hmm. that's the cure they have the cure for polio that's crazy yeah you know what I mean? and what else they cured chicken box kind of kind of right they didn't really They because the old people gotta deal with shingles they it's like a more it. matured so anybody born after 1994 suppress the chicken pox so mm-hmm. y'all won't ever get chicken pox mm-hmm. so there's no <laughs> it's the, cu- the cure is no it's no money in the cure yeah no. we need repeat customers right and it's that's not, why that's certain. why the government is the biggest drug dealer Ooh. on the planet they need repeat customers Ooh. like if you sell heroin <laughs> right right 
and the 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 addict takes it and never comes back. How do you make money? They have to keep coming back so you can make more money. You know, so yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to cure anything. You know, right. they want to start organizations, do fake marches. Like, hey, we care about y'all. No, y'all don't. And that was literally my issue with taking antidepressants. Mm-hmm. It messes you. It doesn't mess you up more, but it made me feel stagnant. Is that mm-hmm. the word? It made me feel inhumane. Sometimes I wouldn't feel anything. And I'm just like, yep. it's not me. Melancholy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I took it in middle school, I had no feelings. And at that time, I needed feelings. Right. Like, we need all the feelings <laughs> that we can take so we can understand what we're dealing with. But, like, being on antidepressants and, you know, anti-anxiety medicine, Adderall, all these drugs, like, sometimes, sometimes they help. Sometimes they make it worse, and then you got to get a whole nother cocktail. I was on two. Mm-hmm. I've been on three before. Like, yeah, if you that it's, medical cocktail, it's, you know they're just trying to keep you somewhere. Right, and it's just like, I'm not, like I told my doctor, like, I'm dealing with, like, when the pandemic was going on and I actually started going back to work, and I was, like, so revved up in my mind. I was just like, I have too much going on, and I'm dealing with anxiety, like, like attacks mm-hmm. and he was just like is it because of this or is it and I'm just right. like they don't know the answer really so they give you so, right they give you everything right and it's just like that's not the case and right. it's just like and I realized okay I haven't been to somebody that I can express myself to in a while so that might be one of the issues I need to be able to go to therapy you know set a plan and then like as of lately I've been thinking about how my ADHD plays a lot into how I feel and I'm just like wow that can play a part of, into my anxiety because I hyper focus mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I'm just like oh shoot I had 10 other things that I could have been doing and this could have been the last thing on my list but I decided to do this one first mm-hmm. and now the day is gone <laughs> so like Therapy in the black community needs to be a thing, but we need more black therapists. Shout out to Shay. Do we need more black therapists? Yes. Why? We need people that understand. My us. therapist is a I know. woman. And she's awesome. Right. I need one like her. Okay, so, so we need we to need, actually we, we need, need to more be understanding. We need to therapists. be willing to go to therapy to begin with and then we need to be willing to let the therapist know when they're not working for us and you need to be willing to open up to the therapist right because I've spoken to a couple of people and they said that they stopped going to therapy because the therapist was being nosy that's what therapy is exactly so I feel like you know there's nothing wrong with a black therapist because you know especially black women Mm -hmm. only black women really understand you guys um but I feel like we need therapists who lean away from the book, mm-hmm. so to speak. And the drugs. You know what I mean? Because that's all they know is the book said this, the drugs did that, so we're going to serve that. No, we and need no. to have the understanding. Or at least... Because that book, like... 
over 100 years exactly. old. Exactly. They, they still going off of like Sigmund Freud and all that. Like Sigmund Freud was, he was one of something. Just saying. And that's why they still use the book because the people like it. He is on to something. That doesn't mean don't critique it. Right. But, you know, just like everything else, things evolve. <laughs> right. You know, I'm not. Right, I'm that's not, what I'm saying. That's, that's a whole nother story for that. <laughs> the same, but, we all evolving out here. You know what I mean? You know, you, even even religion. Yeah. Everything evolves in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So From things and to And mental health is the exact same thing. Right. Because at first they thought mental health was just a rich person's uh, illness. And they thought that poor people had no reason no, to be depressed. And then they thought that slaves trying to run away from their owners was a was a mental illness too. Exactly. Which is a, crazy. They thought something was wrong with them. Why would you want to what you whooping me, nigga? I think this is. Like, and, I, and I told you before, like prisoners in the twenties and thirties used to grow beards. Mm-hmm. That was a sign of you having a mental health problem. They would put you in 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 the crazy house because you grew a beard. Right. So. Yeah, things evolve. So we have to look at it. We need somebody to analyze it. What's going on now? The effects, the causes, all that. And start some new stuff and help these people out. Right. And that's what I'm here for. Yes. You know? So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saving up. <laughs> I'm going to get a building. You know what I mean? Yes. And the building's going to turn into the organization. The organization's going to go across the world. I will be in Congress one day. I'm speaking on it. I'm going to speak about mental health. And I'm definitely a mental health advocate. So <clears throat> if anybody is dealing with anything, I've always been that friend that's just here. Mm-hmm. That's just like, you need to rant it out. You need to send me some voice messages. That's just like, hey, yeah, I'm dealing with this, this, that, and the third just to get it off your you know chest. You know good with that? Shay. <laughs> Shay's real good with that. Like, she's going through something. Mm-hmm. She lets people know. So, <laughs> so yeah, like shout out to Shay. We are here. Yes, yeah, shout out to Shay because she's going to school for. And she's going through it right now. So yeah, peace to Shay. We love you, Shay. Love you, love you, love you. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this was awesome. This was deep, but mm-hmm. we got through it. And I appreciate you for being on once again. Thank you for uh, sneaky, sneaky attacking me. But yes. It's all right though. Ain't uh, nothing know, like it's, having it's, you on the pod. It's a, it's, it's been a pleasure. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I think I'm like Thanos now. I think I'm on everybody. Yep. You know, I've been on everybody's pod the, now. You got the glove, my yeah, guy. Man. So uh, this is dope, <laughs> man. I like, I like the vibe that you got here. Uh, really? Yeah, I do. I really do, man. <laughs> what do you mean? I like, you know, what the, is this vibe? The lights, because <laughs> you know, everybody else come down here. To, you know, it's all bright here. You got you like, turned them. Off. It's, it's super, you made my pod like this. You I know did? that, right? I made the vibe. Yes, hey, you made pod my... boss. <laughs> yeah, right, pod boss. Come on, it's right. man. All right. I get you right. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, thank you everybody <laughs> for listening to Brown Skin Conversations, the mental health edition. Please go to uh, the Justice the Lighthouse. Justice Lighthouse. Uh, Let us know it, how it you're feeling. Super safe place, man. No yes, judging, no anything, mm-hmm. man. And you might get a free painting. Cause I paint yeah. from time to time, and I give them away. So me too. Come on over. I be sneaking my paintings in. She do. Y'all be thinking I'm fired, but it'd be really hard. <laughs> no, it's not. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we are out. Peace.